right, you guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is Doctor D. Man, I made it to the night shift, graveyard shift, and um, kind of messed up. Guess y'all trying to figure out what you mean messed up. Well, it's not that I'm messed up. It's just my mind, my spirit is all messed up. My um, daughter was sharing some things with me. And I'm just like, wow. My child really, really experienced a lot of trauma. Watching me going through bull crap. Making bad decisions. Being with the wrong men. You know, she got a lot of hurt from watching me being in church. You know, and how they felt that I was putting church before them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I'm just just messed up all right now, y'all. You know, just messed up. And we want to know why our generation just all messed up. Because we was messed up. Taught wrong. We trying to do a good thing. And it just backfires on us. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we we take those scriptures and we manipulate those scriptures to what we want. How we want things to go. How how things supposed to be according to how we want. And we throw God in the mix. You know, like he's some type of seasoning. That ain't cool, y'all. That ain't cool. I repent right now, Father. I repent. I ain't know no better. I mean, I take responsibility right now for everything. The trauma that my daughter endured. My son may be going through some stuff too now, you know? That's why, you know, I don't even, I don't even force him. You know, because I know I was in church. I know I served. I know I gave. You know what I'm saying? To it hurt. That's why when people be trying to put that guilt trip on me now, you can't put no guilt trip on me. I, I, I know I, I surrender. I surrender my life to Christ. Wholeheartedly. I gave myself to Christ thinking about serving man in the church serving woman in the church you know what I mean the leaders just doing what you think you're supposed to do as a babe Christian yeah we prayed and 
I learned how to pray and how to fast and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, 20-something years later, you got to hear your child going through something that things that happened to them while they was in church, how they was feeling when they was coming home, see their mama, you know, with, with, with the husband, fight, fussing and fighting. And we say we love God? Man, come on. That's not the God that he wants us to serve. My heart is just... My heart by right now, I just feel like it's going to burst, y'all. It's going to burst. Because I'm, I'm like... I'm like, dang, my my. Wow, what? I I just, you know, I just sit there and listen. I just took it. But she getting free, you know what I'm saying? God doing the work in her. And she hearing God speak to her. That's the most important thing. And and I, I'm understanding why a lot of people can't hear from God, not the pure voice of God. Because we got all these issues in us, you know? You know, this scene from Scary Movie. I think it was Scary Movie when your boy was doing the Eminem scene. And he said, I got a dream. My dream got a dream. (laughs) You know, so I'm going to say my issue. My issue got issues. You know, we got issues, y'all. We trying to maintain stuff. I would listen to some stuff from even Anchor Pong, you know, that brother trying. But you know what, Anchor Pong? You got to go all the way back to your childhood, bro. We got to go back to our childhood. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to promote it to get people's hearts ready. Because I told y'all, this Generational Matter series ain't going to be nothing nice. And I'm seeing where God is using this platform for me to bring this forward. But guess what? He's he bringing some stuff forward out of me through my, through my baby girl, you know? And I'm sitting here like, wow. This generational curse is being purified. See, generational do matters. Purifying the bloodline. And the bloodline is not going to get purified unless somebody takes responsibility. I take responsibility of my action. You know, I'm not just on this this feed just trying to get people to listen to me run my mouth. No. No, 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 no. A change got to take place. Man, a change must take place.
And I ain't gonna put all the pressure on the parents. Because our children still go out there and they make their own decisions. You know what I'm saying? They they gonna do what they wanna do because they got influence with their friends, peer pressure. But my thing is, I I held, I held my children close to me, and all this crap that they endured and what she was sharing me, and I held I held them close to me, but this stuff still happened. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Unacceptable, Danielle. Unacceptable. And unbelievable. Make you really want to go off, you know? You know, and then the preachers get cocky, you know, where the Bible says, forsake all, forsake all and serve him. No, what it's saying is, Forsake your life and serve them. Not God. Serve them. And then you'll be serving God. Okay. Now let's come on. Now let's get to the nitty gritty of this. Let's get to the nitty gritty of this. You could be serving God while your child about to, as a matter of fact, Somebody trying to rape her, but I gotta go to church and serve God. And my child trying to come and talk to me, or oh, I don't have time. Girl, go get dressed. Come on, we gotta go to church. You talk to me later. But she trying to talk to you now. You see what I'm saying, y'all? Excuse me, unacceptable. I'm just. I say I'm tore up from the floor up now. It's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. It's a lot. And she just was running like it wasn't nothing. I'm like. I want to say, wait, slow down, wait. What'd you just say? What happened to you? When what? And I'm sitting here, sitting here thinking like, well, dang, I don't even remember that. Because I was so caught up trying to survive my own issues I didn't realize that my daughter was going through something my son probably was going through something you see what I'm saying
my children don't even know. A lot of times, I cried. I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried out. I cried out. They, they, they saw, they saw the bad. But they didn't see when I was by myself. I cried out. I tried to cry out to God to help me. To help me. I was like, Lord, help me, Jesus. I tried, strived so hard to make sure that it endured what I endured growing up. And it didn't, but in a sense, it introverted itself. The very thing that I didn't want them to experience, they experienced it on the inside out. It was in reverse. So they experienced the worst kind of spirit. I may have experienced the physical and the emotional baggage. You know, the verbal, right? But in return, they experience the emotional, spiritual side. And that's the worst kind because that stuff stuck in your head, bruh. It's stuck in you. But then people always want to try to judge you and nitpick you about stuff. You just don't know. You just don't know, people. You don't know... What a person have went through in their life. You don't know. And and as individuals, we are not cautious. We don't value one another. We so quick to throw that stone. Man, we are so quick to throw a stone at somebody. Because we're just thinking about ourselves at that time. Not knowing that somebody could be really, really going through something. They don't care. It's all about them. Like like the last couple of days, I was I was really going through something. Emotionally, spiritually, and physically. I was tired in all three categories. Right? You know? So, I call myself trying to go to work early so I can get myself together, right? And still having compassion with my tax preparer, right? To make sure she alright because she just lost her husband. And in return, it's like I'm telling you, you know, coming in so I can just digress first and da da da. And you just you just ramming it. 
And I say, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, I just got in here. Let me, let me go take care and just, just ramming it. Wow. That's why I always say, I can listen to a person. I sit here and listen to a person, and I'm just sitting here like, wow, okay. And they're just telling me the whole life story. They're just, just running, just telling me. And I'm sitting here within myself, and I'm like, well, damn, who's going to really sit down and listen to me? Absolutely nobody. Because as soon as I start talking, they're going to they gonna cut me off. They ain't going to let me put a period on my sentence. And they're just going to go ahead and just run into it. They're going to erupt the whole conversation. So that's why I just be quiet. I just like, go ahead. When I enter into, hey, how you doing? Sometimes I don't even say, hey, how you doing? Because once you say that, that's like an open door for somebody just to start running their doggone mouth. So if I show up somewhere, I'm just going to look and smile, you know. And have a seat. It's like I got a big sign on my face. Hey, I, hey, you need a vent? Come talk to me. No. I'm not no garbage can. I'm not no turlet. To be, to, for your vomit to be all over me. Because I got I to gotta reveal. I got to get some stuff out of me. And I'm just, I'm just like. Wow. The stuff my daughter was sharing with me this evening, I really could be an unfit parent. I was an unfit parent back there then. So now, I kind of like, even though some children may probably like, be mad with their parents, like, like, you left me, why you didn't want me, you gave me up for adoption, you know, you, you just, you left me by somebody, but you had a stable life, you was with somebody with a stable life, that reared you, and you grew up to be whatever how you grew up. And that's what your parents wanted for you because at that time they was going through something. You know, back then, you know, when I had my children, I'm trying to be a young mother, a young Christian, a young wife. You know, and I'm trying to put all this stuff together. You know what I'm saying? And as I'm growing, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm serving God the best way I know how. But then experiencing all this hell that my children had to experience too. Man, I was an unfit mother. They should have took my doggone children away from me. From what my daughter was sharing, how she was feeling. You know, she was just talking about some stuff. 
And she wasn't just saying stuff to try to hurt me. She was just saying some stuff she was getting free from. The Lord was showing her some stuff that she was getting free from for some stuff for some things that was going on with her and why she was feeling and how she act, what she say, when she respond. You know what I'm saying? And that's a good thing because I went through that same process. And I I I, I really see that that process was needed to the point where oh my goodness. This is unbelievable. So I encourage some of y'all parents out there, man. You know, don't be so bigoted. Don't be so bigoted. So prideful and egotistical. You know, just because we parents... And our children doing A, B, C, D, F, G. You know what? Maybe something triggered them to the point where they say, enough is enough. I told y'all in 2009, all my children, they my children packed up and left me in their house. It was like a boycott. They was tired. They was tired. Trying to get myself together. You know, I was just... I guess they realized, well, mama ain't dying from cancer. She she look like she about to get back in this church zone. Guess what? We ain't going to be here. I'm, we out of here. But at that time, in 2009, you know, I felt I was surrendering to God every day. And that's when my dad passed. I broke my ankle. Uh, I was wondering, you ready to graduate from college? You know, I was trying to go back and be faithful at church. And when it said church, it was like something just went off in them. And it was like, no. Now I'm understanding why they felt that way because of some stuff that was going on while we was in church. Well, going to the building. And it was like, oh no, we're not doing this again. We're not going to be broke. Because the church, the devil is alive. Man, they packed this stuff up and moved out. And I had a broken ankle. I had a cast on my, my leg. I couldn't even get up and down the stairs. My children didn't realize some days I couldn't even eat because I couldn't even make it. That's so much pain I was in. And I was hurting because my dad just, my dad just died. And I felt me and my dad was getting close and stuff. There was a lot of stuff that I was still dealing with. You know, this is stuff was happening in the ministry that made me feel like, wow. And and that's why I take that very delicate, you know. And I and I try to strive to 
the sheriff passes. You know, pastors quick to want me to be on their on, on team. Oh, we want you to fellowship over here, fellowship over there. But they don't even understand the deepness of this with me. When I choose to fellowship with a ministry, because my heart is in it. My heart is in it because of God. I want to serve God. But I don't have time for all this other stuff. And so if you make me feel like I'm nothing or I got to be compared to somebody else or be asking me questions and stuff. I'm like, make me want to like, well, wait a minute, hold up. I'm doing the best that I can. You know, a lot of times when I sit here and think about it, y'all, for real, for real, sometimes I sacrifice stuff that I need to take care of myself with and I give to a ministry to show support. To say, I love you. I'm I'm valuing you. I care about you. It's not much, but I'm trying to show you that I'm with you. And in return, Dr. D get bull crap. You know what I'm saying? Be treated like nothing. Like no matter what. How faithful, how loyal, you like somebody told me, oh, that don't mean nothing. What? Almost 10 doggone years? Oh, that on faithfulness and loyalty to your vision don't mean nothing? Oh, no, you doggone right. I was about to go ham on that, brother. He just don't know. Slept, bled, dreamed. I mean, everything was coming out of my mouth was about that vision. And for you to, I mean, y'all, ooh, y'all just don't know. So, see, I don't play with ministry. Because I feel that's the heart of God. And that's dealing with people. And when I'm in, I'm in. I ain't fickle. So, as soon as you show me... That I'm not priority no more. You could just walk away. You could just stop. You know, you could just stop doing stuff with me. You know what I'm saying? After I didn't sit here and explain to you, I didn't showed you who I was. Come on, boom family. I live what I say. I live what I preach and everything. If I'm showing you who I am, this is who I am. This is it. No perpetrating, no kind of way. But then turn around with somebody can literally tell you in your face. Oh, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> Dogs lawyer to their master. Oh. Oh, so we going that. Oh, okay, so you're full of yourself now. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. So I prayed to God. I say, Lord, get this codependency out of me. I don't need to be a part of no ministry, no church, no fellowship. If I'm if if I'm making them priority and they're not making me priority. Oh no, the devil is alive.
sucker from what my daughter told me tonight. I'm I'm just messed up now. I'm messed up. And that's my younger years. So I, I, I surrender my younger years with my sisters and my brother raising them up. So I had I didn't have no childhood then. No no teenage adolescent. Wasn't able to go here, wasn't able to go to my prom, couldn't go to my dances, couldn't you know, I didn't have the opportunity to enjoy my 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 growth. My my Zen and my peace came in when I taught myself how to skate. And when I was on the roller skates, I was in a whole nother world, y'all. And people can say, they say, shoot, girl, when you skate, man, you be gone. I, and for real, I be gone. I'm just in a whole nother zone when I'm on them skates. That was my escape route. My peace from everything and everybody. So now when I get saved, all right, here we go again. My baby stage of Christianity, you know, serving God, I didn't have a chance to enjoy that because of the stuff that was taught. And I'm just trying to be obedient, man. I'm just trying to, you know, okay, let's say you got to serve God, you got to surrender all this and that. Man. (laughs) For what? Well, your children can come back 20 years later and tell you stuff like what that who did what oh no 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 Mm-mm. I'm done but guess what Not so much that I'm done, but it has to be exposed because how can I teach anybody about purifying the bloodline if I don't get the, 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 what's the right word? If I don't understand a mechanism on how to purify the bloodline and how deep it goes. Because like she said, she said, I don't want none of this to spill over my child. So I'm, I'm willing to go through the cleansing process. See, that's maturity. This is somebody that's just going on 30 years old taking charge of her spiritual life. They got a lot of adults don't even want to sit down and do the things that she doing. That's why everything is just, you know, it's all about the character and the integrity. But we want to hide behind the Bible. We want to hide behind the Word. We're going to use scriptures to manipulate what we want and how we want things done. So we want to deal with ourselves and really be truthful enough to say, you know what? I do know 
with you about now I'm sorry I apologize and, and we're gonna keep this together let's work together and let's do this that's you know what I'm saying no matter what I got you see we 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 we, we gonna got I know it's the wrong English y'all but just just bear with me we gonna got what we want to get. You, you kind of get what I'm saying, or we got somebody back as long as they keep doing what they doing. We we got you. But as soon as you feel that they're no more used to you, cause that's what happened. Somebody asked me something, and I said, "Oh no, I I that's you. I know what God called me to be for this." So right then and there, he realized, oh, well, I, she ain't going to support me for this vision now. So I, I have no more use of her. So let me go find somebody else that I can pump up so I can get their influence to get me to where I need to go. Because I need this. I need this to, to, to build up now. A user. You see what I'm saying? And they'll argue you down. Oh, no. Just, no, let the Lord use you. That was his famous, let the Lord use you. Well, no, it's not saying let the Lord use you. People trying to be genuine and bless and help people. But in the same token, as leaders, we're going to have to give an account for a lot of bull crap that we didn't put people through, and as soon as we feel like they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing according to what you think they're supposed to be doing, you kick you kick them to the curb, or you just reverse that thing. That's all. The routine that you had with them, it'll start dwindling them down. You know, I picks it up. You know. So, as of now, this is where I'm at now. And because this is where I'm at now, I'm trusting in God with everything in my heart. And because the Holy Spirit is teaching me how to trust God with everything in me, the doors are being opening because God is opening up the door. I'm not trying to force nothing. I'm not trying to use nobody. I'm just trying to do what Daddy said. And I want to do it his way now. Not my way. And I'm not trying to get my way with nobody. I'm I'm trying to do it God's way. And sometimes it's not easy. When you want to call somebody and say, look, I need some help to do this. And God say, no, my grace is sufficient. I want you to do this by yourself. And I'm like, Lord, I'm tired. Why I got to help everybody else, and then when I got to do something and I need something, why I got to do this by myself? Why nobody can't come and help me and just say, you know what, sister, I want to be a blessing to you. Let me do this. So I got to obey God because I don't, I, don't know all the t- I don't know all the time what he want me to do. I don't. I really don't. But then I see where he's, like, you know, he said, I was like, 
Yeah, God, I want my keys to my house and keys to my Jeep, you know. Okay. So he opened up some little testing grounds, right? And then that was like, I don't like how this feel, Lord. This, he said, well, is it what you asked for? I said, no, that's not what I asked for. But I thought maybe you was, he said, no, I'm trying to get you up to another level. I'm trying to get you to a level where what you ask for is what you're going to get. Wow. Now, what did you ask for? I said, I want keys to my own place. And I want keys to my own car. Debt free. Now, check this out, y'all. Check this out. Ooh, Lord, let me see. I know this longer than... Ooh, it's longer than 15 minutes. Let me get off this feed. And I'll come back with another episode to tell y'all what God said for me to check out. But I I had to get that off of me because I really have a chance to really, like, share some stuff. You know, there's so much stuff that happened within these last, this last month. You know, I I done been through a whirlwind, you know. And uh, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back with that. All right? Okay, so I'm back. Um, yeah, I was talking about um, just being unfit. It's no condemnation, no. You know, because when you're in Christ, there's no condemnation. But in the same token, we just got to take our time. You know, everything is so hype, 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 hype. You know what I'm saying? This hype. I know this is an Easter weekend. Well, let me rewind that. Resurrection weekend, meaning this is the week that they tortured and beat and tortured and brought Jesus from courthouse to courthouse. You know what I'm saying? He got betrayed. Betrayal, betrayed, and don't y'all know everything that happened to Jesus? Don't you know we have to experience that? And when we experience it, we 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 don't really experience it to the point where we give God the glory for it. We experience it and turn it on the inside, and it becomes hate and bitterness. Or we want to blame the devil. If you want to reign with Christ, you got to suffer with him, right? And I've come to find out that we don't want to suffer. We quick to say, oh no, God paid it all. I ain't got to go through all that. Why not? He did it. I heard a preacher one time say, if he did all that already, so why are you going through it? Okay. That's true. He paid the price. So he paid the penalty 
for us not to go to that hellish place. But you got some things that you need to deal with. And a lot, and I, most of the times, we deal with stuff in our childhood. Everything starts in our childhood. That's why I, I, I'm just like, I'm adamant with the children and the youth. We have to be so careful, you guys, with the children and the youth. Most of the time, our youth are going through so much, but because we, quote unquote, we are the parents, and lo and behold, if we are pastors and leaders and evangelists and teachers, oh, they can't tell us nothing because we are not only the pastors, bishops or whatever else, but we are the parents. And you're going to listen to what I say. You're going to do what I say. Wow, really? Okay, so can we just sit down and let them talk? Let them speak? Not disrespectful, but let them open up themselves and share what's in their heart. Because you just don't know. My daughter was in watching me go to church and coming back and got to deal with domestic violence to the point where she wanted to kill him or she wanted to die because she couldn't take it no more. But I'm up there praising God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And my daughter over here trying to figure out my mom lost her dog on mine because why is she with this man that's fighting her and beating her like this? And then I got to see my mom with a black eye, you know, her face all bruised, stitches in her head, got to go back and forth to the hospital. Y'all see what I'm talking about? It just don't make no sense. Then as an adult, you try to go to the, 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 the leaders and explain to them, this person talked to me any kind of way. Can y'all get to the round table? Can we figure out why is this person handling me like this here? Da, da, da. I didn't do them anything. Oh, this prayer body, sister, God, go work it out. Okay, so after he didn't kill me, God, God going to work it out. Oh, all right. So now I'm understanding why a lot of pastors and stuff, they'll leave not on their church, but they'll start their own little thing because they don't want nobody to tell them nothing. You still got to be subject to somebody. I'm always trying to be in fellowship with somebody so I can have accountability. Because, see, like I've mentioned before, the devil still, we still got them demons on us. I don't care how anointed you think you you are. We think we are. Them demons are still assigned to you. And they're just watching and waiting to the right time. We see it every day on the news. Hey, preacher in the prime, and boom, this came out. This movie star. In the prime. Actors. Athletes. I mean, God's showing us an example on what the devil can do. He'll sit back and wait. He'll build that case on you. You see what I'm saying? 
deal with it while you can. So I chose because I chose to start dealing with myself and 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 take responsibility of my myself and get free. Not trying to be cocky with nobody, but if you wrong, you're wrong. You know, like this person, and, and, and I was best out here in Houston. No, I have mercy. They have so many phony people. I just don't understand some of the people mechanisms. You'll talk about somebody, and some people talk about people like a dog. I mean, talk about them. I mean, Lord have mercy. And then you, what, minutes later, you all in their face. What? Who does that? I, I can't perpetrate like that. Hello, how you doing? I'm going to keep on moving. It's nothing else to say because I already know my name that been in your mouth. But I can tell how you act. I can tell how you, your body language. I can tell your response. You see? It is so dangerous. It may be scary to some people. If I really allow myself, I could literally repeat the conversations that a person I have about me and I'm not even there. Word for word. Like this one of my customers. And when she see me, she just look at me. She said, "Girl, you, 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 you a prophet." Because her name was one name, but back then she was saying how they messed up on her birth certificate. She said she was trying to figure out who I was, cause she kept telling me one name. I said, "No, this is your name." No, I kept calling her her birth name. But on the paper, it was another name. She said, ain't nobody. She said, even her husband didn't even know her birth name. She said, she ain't never told nobody. That was my first time meeting that lady. I said, the Lord, the Spirit of God in me, and I don't know. I'm sorry, she said, no, no, that just, when you said that that day, that was the Lord talking to me, baby, and he used you to call me by my birth name, and I knew it was the Lord because ain't nobody knew that name, and I sure don't know you, and you sure don't know me, and you call me my birth name. Oh, I know you the real thing. You the real deal, sister. So I I just I just sit back and just try to be careful. If I'm in something with some with you and with them or uh, whatever I got have me, I'm in. But God also is telling me, He said, daughter. You you are the foundation. Because I used to always be whining about that, y'all. <laughs> and, then, and then 
when I went to go to mommy's funeral and I spoke those words. And it was like the foundation. Everybody caught on to that word foundation. But then coming back home, he had me meditating on that. He said, you never see the foundation. Once that foundation is laid, it's straight. It's there. Now, if it's not laid properly, it depends on the type of foundation. It has to be properly laid and done. If it's not, the year's going to come, and guess what? You're going to see if that foundation was good or not. That's what you are, daughter. You are the foundation. So, rejoice. And I started rejoicing. Because at the end of the day, all of it, that's where my harvest coming in at because I go in and set the foundation with stuff. With business. With churches. With ministries. With people. Now, I'm understanding now better and better because people have their own little thing going on. And that's that's understandable and I accept that. My prayer is when I talk to Daddy God, they don't accept me. They don't accept that, hey, I have a full-time ministry and a full-time three businesses. You got help. I don't have help, and I'm still functioning. We're working secular job. Come on now. And that's all you got to tell me? That's all you got to come at me with? Man, that's not that's not taking time to know who I am. You know. See, that's what I'm learning. That's what the Holy Spirit is teaching. I gotta go check this gate now. Shut the gate at twelve. Is that a twelve? So I had to share that, man. That was like, whoa. My daughter just was laying some stuff out on me. Anyway, she was just sharing. But I'm sitting here listening like, oh my goodness. So, you know, and I'm trying to think back. You know. I'm thinking about all the things that uh, happened to me while she was talking. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to put my child through trauma. Because now it's coming out, you know. You know, and she said she wants at least her midlife, she, you know, she about to make a birthday. And she said she want to she wanna have a better inside her. She just don't want to keep just doing the same old thing, going through the same old thing. And I feel that is spiritual growth. That's spiritual growth, spiritual maturity. You see what I'm saying? I'm so proud of her. I know numerous adults 
won't even take that step that she's taking. They'll go hide behind their Bible. They'll hide behind the scripture. You know, they'll they'll start adding new things. Oh, come on. Let's start a new program. Let's start this here. Just keeping themselves busy because they don't want to deal with themselves. You know, that's why Daddy God had me stop some stuff. No, 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 you're not going to do this here. And so I'm about to bless you right now. And just because I'm about to bless you, uh, it's not a green light for you to try to jump and go and try to make all these different events just because somebody invites you. No, you're going to go where I tell you to go. When I tell you to go. Because you're not getting caught up into that. I was like, whoa, yes, Lord. You see? And, and I believe if if we take the time out, you guys, and really say, okay, God, why am I really going through this? It's a lesson in it. And it's a good lesson. It's a good lesson. But it's a hurtful lesson, too, because we got to deal with the inside of us. Right? Got to deal with the inside of us. We really got to look on the inside and say, wow. Like, my heart is still aching. My heart is aching now. Because, you know, while my daughter talking, I just want to hug her. And tell her I'm sorry. I'm sorry you went through all that. I'm sorry you saw all that pain. You know, I repent, but I apologize. I'm sorry. And I'm not going to make no excuses for it. I mean, yeah, I went through all this and everything, but that's a child that we brought into this world. Those children are precious, the gifts that God have given us as parents to raise. Not just to raise and have, oh, I got me a boy, I got me a girl. You know, and women out there, y'all popping up with these doggone babies thinking, you know, oh, it's another check, another check. You, honey, you better go and check yourself and make sure you raising these, these children properly and stop having all these babies and raising and having babies and just having bastard children just because you can say, oh, that's my child. I'm going to dress my child up. They don't have name, brand, tennis shoes. They're going to be this, that. For what? And then inside they're going to grow up and they're going to see all this mess you doing that's going to mess them up in their mind. And that's how they're growing up being cycles. Being bullies, or become a bully, or being a bully, or being bullied. I know it, it might it might be hard for some to hear this, you know, because I'm still taking it in myself. I'm taking deep breaths when I'm talking to y'all, because this this is some 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 crazy stuff. And I, and I got to bring it real. And I'm not just trying to bring something. 
forward. I wanted to make a difference. Like the father say, I'm a F I I'm a FDA a, I'm a FDA this series. The father would divinely give authority behind this series. But when it's when they come forth, you have some healing deliverance, you guys. Oh, she got that sign time on Facebook Live Generation Matter. She ain't been on here for two weeks. This another month passed by and she ain't been on here, man. She, okay, yeah, okay. Cause when it's when it when it come, it's gonna come. I'm gonna bring it. You just make sure you be ready to receive it. And again, what I'm saying, people be so quick to say something and talk about something, but are you really? Do you really want to get free? Do you really want to break the generational curses? Do you really want to get in there and pull the layer back and say, ouch, it's me, oh Lord. Help me. I'm standing in need of prayer. And then took all the water out of here. God, my heart is really aching. It really is. But I, it's going to be alright. It's going to be alright. Somebody said, um, and I saw a post, it, it read, be careful t when those have revealed pure kindness toward you with no negative intention. In return, you treat them bad. Be careful. A lot of times we do that to one another and we be bigoted and about it, you know. You know, it's like for instance, okay, like on a job. The shredder had broke way in, in in February. I already know who did it, but it's not gonna matter because they didn't put this person on a a high pedestal because when I tried to share something, it was like, well, you know, you know, this is, you know, it's a new preparer, and you know, you just gotta be patient. Okay, it's it gotta be patient. All right, but this person is doing A B C D F G. I'm gonna let that ride, right? And. The policy is you don't take old paperwork with 
the client's information and just throw it in the regular trash. It has to get shredded. So after I packed the stuff up today, I had to, I said, oh, we got to bring this to the main office. We got to take all our stuff and bring it to the main office. And so she had to send someone to come down to get me because I don't have no vehicle, right, yet. I don't have a vehicle yet. About to get it. I don't have it yet. And um, so she texts me. Why you didn't tell me? Wait, why you no? What is all this paper? I was like, it needs to get shredded. And when were you gonna tell me this? I'm like, uh, why you was talking? When I walked to the back, I said, here goes some papers that need to be shredded. So I did tell her that there was paper to be shredded. I know the blue bucket, the blue can. It's for shredded paper, so I put it inside of that in the, with the bag. Why this lady texting me back and forth, back and forth about this shred? See, I don't like. Okay, Daddy. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is so petty. I, I just. I'm trying to find. You try to follow protocol as best as you can, but look like this shit. No matter what happened, whatever I, I this is me. This is how I felt. No matter what I tried to do to follow protocol, I still was breaking protocol. I don't know if everybody ever experienced that. Just nitpicking about just stuff, and I'm like, give me a break. Can I get a freaking break? You know, no. Do you know what I had to encounter the last week, the last month? Like one of the preparers was telling me something, and I was like, you know, and she was telling me this, and I'm like, okay, so we'll be sharing who went through the most. So I didn't say anything, you know, and I said, well. I just thank God that my daughter's still here because she uh, she could have almost died. What? What? When that happened? Oh, my goodness. Don't worry about it. Because, see, I'm not that kind of person to put my stuff out there like that. But nobody ain't really called to check that. Like, only two people I can really say they called, they kept kept up with me. And kept up with me in the status of my daughter. And I didn't even share anything to the degree that they was calling. They was in the spirit. I can really say that. Because I really didn't tell them about it. I said, look, my daughter in the hospital, I got to go out there and be, be town. I'm going to stay over there. I got to go in the hospital with my daughter. She got to go, you know, then the baby. You know, some things was happening. You see? I'm not going to sit here and try to explain stuff to people on what I go through or what I'm going through or what I'm... It's just too exhausting because I can't even go through it. If I sit down here and start talking about all the stuff that I do or whatever, I'm really... I get exhausted. 
Because I don't even know. It's by God's grace. And so by God's grace, it's sufficient. So we should have enough confidence that, hey, that person is serving God. I know that person's heart. And you may perceive that about that person, but I think you need to go check what's going on with you because, see, I know that person. And if you feel that kind of way, something else is going on. You see? We don't take time to value each other. We don't take time to know those that live among you. We got this partiality picking picking fickle thing going on and that's just daddy guys not like that I get information I'm quick to share information man people get information don't tell you nothing I ask for somebody to get some information for me I ain't got it yet and I know what I need to be doing is coming up but you think they'll give it to me I ain't got a check. But yet, I do remember somebody sharing that somebody did them that. And they had to find out on their own. And they didn't like it. So, I'll be like, okay, if you say somebody did you that, but you not like that. And then I come along and ask for the information. And I still don't have the information. And you're supposed to be right there in the midst of in the midst of the information, there shouldn't even be a problem to get the info to me, right? Right, y'all? But guess what? I haven't got it yet. There's some other stuff I saw with somebody else. And I had mentioned, I said, oh, that's nice. I would like to get my logo like that, A, B, C, D, F, G. Guess what? You think they say, well, look, I got this company here, here go the information. Call them up. Nah, just, just, just hogging, just hoarding it, just keeping it for themselves, man. That ain't. I don't think that's cool. I'm sorry, I don't think that's cool. Now I'm understanding what Daddy said. He said, "Daughter, don't let nobody market you. Protect your favor. The favor I give unto you." Hey, you don't give it unto others. I'm sorry. So, God just using different little things that I had to face through these two years of transition after the hurricane. You know, and just being out my element, per se, because I'm still doing what I need to do. You know, but I didn't have that convenience, like some people had the convenience of having a a home to the point where you can cook for yourself every day. So I didn't have that convenience. But through the inconvenience, I'm I'm appreciative more. And I'm seeing that God is just tweaking some stuff. You know? So uh, I'm going to give myself a break. <laughs> I'm going to chill out right here. You know, take a deep breath. I need to meditate, man. Cause I need a bit of digest this stuff that my daughter laid on me tonight. You know, I need to just go to my father, God, because you know I know he'll help me clean some stuff. 
And I just pray you guys out there hear my heart. Hear my heart. I'm not the most perfect, eloquent, articulate person. But I tell you one thing, I love God with all my heart. And I'm going to serve Him with everything in me. I'm going to be the best that I can be. And everything that He puts in me, I'm going to be obedient. And only do what He tells me to do towards whoever He wants me to do it towards. And this is how I'm living. I'm not living by what that y'all want to do. Can't do it no more. It's not my life. I've surrendered all. So until next time, you guys. Y'all have a good day. All right. Well, it's night. It's morning. <laughs> it's Wednesday morning. Probably about what, one? Yep, go to one in the morning. You know, all is well, okay? I love you guys. Thank you for listening to me. I just had to get that off me. You know, just share what I'm experiencing on that level. And I know my daughter forgive me, but it's just a lot of things that I was like, wow, I really was an unfit mom. It's just horrible. Later.